0: you're listening to the awkward high five podcast you can follow along in your book you'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this
1: you know if i could just get past this first lift the rest would be a breeze i know it i'm telling you charles charles Charles, oh, hold on! Wait a minute! Wait one second!
0: I think I'm onto something here. This
1: is pure snow. It's everywhere. Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? Charles, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hold it. Ah! 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 Oh! Outrageous! I think I froze the left half of my brain. Look. I can't move my right
0: arm. Just one, just one bottle rock. That's in. it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the mood. I'm sw- I'm going flip mode on you. <laughs> that is the um, that is the second. Movie that we've repeated on the Awkward High Five podcast? Yeah, so far. thought so. Do you know what the first one is? Yes, um, Wayne's World two. Nope. No. Wait. Oh no, we did Wayne's World one. Wayne's and we World one 2. and Wayne's World two. No. Uh, then I don't know. That's the only one I remember. It was over Christmas because I I, I overshot the amount of Christmas movies that I thought were funny. Um, uh, Griswold. Yeah. Yeah. Twice it's only been we've only been doing this for three months and, I've, and we're already but you didn't play c- catch in a coat whack it with a hammer <laughs> that's the one I was hoping for um, the reason I'm well number one Better Off Dead I love it's a great mm. film um, and, uh, and a film from our youth that we watched a million times but um, also it was the only funny clip from a movie that I liked that I could think that it had to do with snow and I felt obliged <laughs> oh yeah with, uh, with, with this, this storm that's coming I know, through. I forgot about that. Fuck. Uh, welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And i Rich. And we're sitting here on the cusp of a giant storm that's going to kill all of our relatives and bury our animals. Mm-hmm. and uh, Make us buy a lot of bread. And make us have to uh, dig tunnels through, through giant uh, hills of snow. And basically become um, what I'm guessing Cap- Caprio, DiCaprio is like in The Revenant. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just guessing. And its name is Jonas. Uh, oh yes. That's that's a joke that everyone's enjoying this week. Yeah, but they're using the Jonas brothers as it.
1: Oh, are they really? Yeah, they're uh, not they're not using a Weezer. Why, wow, you saw a Weezer one?
0: Uh yeah, I saw a lot of Weezer ones. Hmm. Well, you know, the people that I'm friends with on Facebook really aren't, I don't think for the most part, are the Jonas brothers demographic. They're more the Weezer. Oh, demographic. they're using the Weezer? Yeah, you oh. know. It's all cute. Everyone's got their jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a really bad uh, Edward Snowden joke on Facebook. And you got the tombstone. It was a tombstone. What was the joke? Um, it's never good when you have to repeat your jokes. But I didn't hear it. I said, I hope I get so snowed in tomorrow that um, I start uh, leaking NSA documents. And then I said, seriously, folks, it's going to snow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. It's a bad joke. Oh, okay. It's meant to be a All bad right. joke. Then you Wait, get how tombstone. do you not get it, though? Edward Snowden? Is the person who released all those. Oh, et- Edward Snowden. Yes. Oh, okay. That's the humor that I put out there into the world, RTJ. That's you got to think about it. That's my humor. Yours mm-hmm. you got to think
1: about. Mine are more of like a time bomb. You don't laugh. You're like, damn, that sucked. Then you go home. You're sitting by yourself. You're just sitting there thinking. You remember the joke and you chuckle.
0: The jokes that I like to put out into the world are the kind of jokes that you don't laugh at first. Then you go home and you think about them for a little bit and then you go, oh, and then you go, yeah, that's still not funny. (laughs) That's my kind of humor. That's what I like to put out there. Delayed tombstone. As anybody who listens to this fine podcast probably knows um yeah so we're sitting here in uh central new jersey waiting for the snow to come plowing on in mm-hmm. and uh waiting for either two feet or three inches hopefully you got your bread and your eggs and your milk and your water and your uh whatever else fuck it else you need um flashlights then yeah, char- batteries charge all your all your fucking devices and whatever the fuck's going on i don't mm. know and then what's gonna happen is it's going to snow, and then it's going to turn to rain, and it's not going to be a big fucking yeah, deal. Yeah, we're going to get a regular snowfall. Because since it's been a warm uh winter so far, this is the first time that the news outlets and the supermarkets and everything finally, you know, was able to get their, like, yeah, claws yeah. in it. So they're freaking out, like, this is going to be horrible. You know your grandmother? She's going to die during <laughs> this. Say goodbye to your fucking grandmother. If you don't go buy milk and all that shit, everyone's going to die. Um and the crazy thing is washington dc is like already under ice i suppose and you know that's like i consider dc a east coast fucking yeah uh, i just was gonna call it a village i believe it's more than that a city (laughs) um and uh and they still they don't know how to control like in washington dc when it snows everybody just starts dying they start just careening (laughs) off of roads and just fight it's the craziest thing in the world
1: but they don't have their own like plow system they wait for maryland to come
0: through i guess I, I have no idea but it's always like a panic you know it's it, whenever and so that's what's going on um in the fine uh, state or i'm sorry what is it providence what do they call uh, a say? district the district mm-hmm. of columbia uh washington dc so mm-hmm. i don't know uh, whatever yeah so i hope everybody's listening to this you're probably listening to this over the weekend when you're snowed in and uh I hope you're safe. I hope your family's safe. I hope you have enough provisions to last the probably 24 hours or whatever it's going to be. But uh, the fact that people still get freaked out over snow in when you live in the Northeast doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I don't get. It. And here's the thing um, that I've been I've been seeing I've been watching the news cycle. You know, just because it's pure entertainment, just to see these people try to make something out of nothing. And uh, the new thing that they're putting out there now, and I I heard it. I saw a couple articles that talked about it. And then I saw a couple of newscasts where the talking heads were like kind of, you know, doing some witty witty banner about it. Uh, what? Witty that's, banner? That's the worst. Witty banter about it? Um, I hate when newscasters try and get right. funny. Well, here's the thing is they're saying, if there's a giant snowstorm, do you, do you feel good about ordering takeout? And that's the fucking. I've oh, heard, hell yeah. That's I've, the first thing I do. See, I wouldn't do that. I I, like that. I, I wouldn't do that around I tip them here. Proper, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, but I'm saying, is that that big of a fucking deal? That's all they have to talk about this <laughs> yeah. show is like, are you going to order Chinese food tonight? <laughs> I think I'm nothing else. Fucking newscasters. But we, uh, we got a lot to get into today, Dev. Mm. I got a nice little list here. I'm sorry. I'm just rambling. <laughs> I'm sorry. What happened, just so I could tell the fine listeners at home, just so they know, is that. Take uh, down the wall, baby. Yes, I'm taking. The fourth wall (laughs) is coming down right now. I love it. Is uh, I went out and I bought um, a a, a nice, giant, huge bottle of wine so I could have it tomorrow just in case we do get snowed in. And in waiting for you to come over to do this podcast, I just started (laughs) plowing through it. And so now I'm wine drunk.
1: Do you remember that five liter bottle of wine that I used to have at college?
0: (laughs) Five liter now. It, it was
1: like one of those novelty, like, gigando bottles uh, really? of wine. Like the uh, champagne <laughs> yeah. or something and like that? And we drank it for a whole semester. Uh, I do it was not remember awesome. that. You know, There's it was it was probably a reason like I don't remember it is because I drank a five-gallon <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> and then it started getting, like, stale at the
0: end, and it got you really fucked up. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? red wine just turns into fucking vinegar if you <laughs> yeah. leave it open long enough. <laughs> it was good, though. So, yeah, take but, the reins, RTG. Pull us in. Let's do something interesting. Yeah,
1: I got some things to get off my chest here. Yeah, it seems I like to research the conspiracy theories in life to see if they hold any order and make my own decisions about it like we talked about jfk a little bit last uh episode and Mm -hmm. i couldn't get out who i thought killed jfk it was carlos marcello carlos Marcelo, you son of a bitch is he alive still no he's dead but you know all i think all jfk's killers have you know expired You know, that's about, I don't think they could get much older unless they live into their 90s, but they were all chain smokers anyway, so they're all dead.
0: Well, JFK, blown away, what else do you have to say? Yeah, it was, uh, it it was the
1: mobsters. It was, like I said, Traficanti and Marcello and, uh, and, uh, um, who was the other guy? Was it uh, Giancola? Like, it was those three guys. It had something to do with Jimmy Hoffa, with the Teamsters. They all wanted uh, the Kennedy brothers dead because they were coming down on, uh, you on know, organized unions. crime. Oh, yeah. no. oh, okay. And the unions, too. It was mostly Bobby Kennedy, but they just wanted the Kennedys outs. Okay. So they're, they're the ones that did the killing. But in my conspiracy theory research... You I
0: better st- hope they're all dead, my friend, because <laughs> you're putting this out, out there on a podcast that 150 people listen to. <laughs> yeah. They're coming after you.
1: That's all right. Um, you know, because uh, I think from all the people posting it online, I'm the last person they'll come after. Okay. You never know. But, um... In my conspiracy theory research, I started researching the Kurt and Courtney conspiracy.
0: Oh, here we go. Now, I'm a believer that she killed Kurt. Really? Yeah. You saw her face, and now you're a believer? Yes. Mm. And,
1: you know, as fucked up as Kurt was, I know the dude was fucked up, and...
0: Well, wait, okay, so fucked up how? Fucked up on dope,
1: is what you're saying? Well, yeah, he was fucked up on dope, but... um. I read his uh, biography story and, you know, he wasn't exactly a normal person growing up he had a lot of problems
0: yeah sure you can yeah. tell that yeah he was the dude um i could tell i could deduce by by looking at kurt cobain and, and reading all the things and everything that he was like that kid you know who he was and this is not going to mean anything to anybody at home but he was that kid jimmy that used to live behind you in the trailer park yes he was he, he, he like a fucking like little wiry kid that nobody liked that maybe tortured cats and shit yep, and just yep. fucking acted really weird of mm-hmm. course yes totally mm-hmm.
1: and a, a lot of kurt's disturbance comes from uh when he was a kid. He was forced into a sexual act with a girl with Down syndrome. Okay, here's
0: the thing, though. Um, if you watch that documentary, uh, the the one that was on HBO this past summer, which I watched and I really, they don't go into that stuff. Oh, yeah, they tell that whole story. Really? They animate that story. Really? Yeah. And um, here's here's the thing. I watched that and I thought the same thing. And I thought like, oh, this is crazy. N- number one, no, he wasn't forced. He he just wanted to lose his virginity. And he said he went over to this girl's house tried to fuck her but her vagina stunk so bad that he couldn't yes. do it and then all her, all his friends at school started calling him a retard fucker. But um what King Buzzo, Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, who has been who went to high school and, and and even before that with Kurt and Chris. Mm-hmm. Um he came out and said after that documentary came out, which uh why am I spacing on the name of that documentary right now? Was uh, it uh, uh soaked in bleach? No, soaked in bleach is the conspiracy montage one. of heck. Montage of heck. Yeah. Um, he came out and said that that never happened. Really? Yeah. So, so who knows what's okay. right or what's wrong? But
1: yeah, go ahead. He seemed like a disturbed kid, but according to all his close friends, he wasn't suicidal at all. Mm-hmm. He wasn't suicidal. And uh, I read up on a lot of a lot of Courtney's actions throughout that his whole disappearance the week before he killed himself and all that stuff. There's so much sketchy stuff. You could you could look it up on CobainCase.com. There's so much sketchy shit that went on. Well, I, expan- I,
0: expand. For I the can owners. go into
1: three podcasts about it. But basically, she uh, hid out in L.A. and said she had so much business to do. And her, when her business uh, agent was asked what business she has, she had nothing going on. So she basically hid out in this hotel to plan his assassination, was having this private investor investigate him. But she had him running in circles around what she had planned. with. And she had a plan going on with the guy that lived in the house. They called him Callie. And so, they were lying to him. So much sketchy shit. I, 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 could, I could go on forever. I, I'm trying to think of a short way to put it, but there really is none. Basically, a lot of sketchy shit happened. And if you saw the documentary, uh Kurt and Courtney, um, I forget the guy who does the interviewing, but he goes over this guy, El Duce's house. This dude was... The old pitcher for the Yankees? No, the uh, singer of the band, uh, what the fuck are they called? I don't know. They call it rape rock. They're psychopaths. He's a fucking psycho.
0: Um... Wait, there's a band that they call their type of music Rape Rock? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: they go over to this dude El Duce's house I didn't know to, what ask to say him. About that. And he straight up says Courtney offered me fifty grand to kill Kurt. To kill Kurt. Okay. Meanwhile, in the background, you hear a woman screaming for her fucking life, and this dude looks like he shit his pants. Like the second you hear her
0: screaming, and, and this is on a documentary. Someplace. On a documentary. Because let me just Courtney. say, let me just say this up front is that I did not watch Kurt and Courtney. I did not watch Soaked in Bleach. And the reason why is because not because I'm totally dismissing the fact that there can be some conspiracy there, but. Um, this is such a traumatic thing that happened to somebody that I was so so into when I was a younger person that I almost avoid all of it, like the nine nine eleven conspiracies, or even you know what's a good analogy would be when the news every every September eleventh you're just force fed the images of those planes hitting the building. I don't watch the news that day because I just don't want to relive it. Right. So the reason I don't watch these things is is because the same thing. I'm just like I don't want to have to go through this guy blowing his head off again. Yeah, I just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know. So. So all these things that you're telling me are fresh because I haven't watched any of these conspiracy uh, documentaries.
1: Well, what happens with this El Duce dude is he says that Corny offered him 50 Gs to do it. He turned it down, but he supposedly steered her in the direction of someone who would. And this was witnessed by other people that came forward and said that it's true. They gave these dudes a polygraph test and they passed with flying colors. Um,
0: So they passed They were saying that this did happen And the polygraph test proved that that was true Yeah Okay.
1: And this dude, El Duce, in the interview Slipped and said "Um, I didn't do it But I know who did And Alan, and he slips and says the name Alan Then he goes, I'll let the FBI find him Three days after that interview El Duce was hit by a train The last person he was seen with Was this dude, Alan Wrench Who they left to get booze (laughs) And Is that his birth name? I don't think so. <laughs> because when I looked him up, I couldn't find anything except actual tools.
0: <laughs> what what a fucking creative punk rock name. My name will be Alan Wrench. And it's not even like a like a And our w- drummer Philip Head. Yeah, it's not like a claw hammer or a fucking <laughs> yeah, hacksaw. right. Exactly. It's a little Alan Wrench. Or a fucking nail gun or something <laughs> yeah. cool. An Alan Wrench. An Alan Wrench. You know, I'm gonna name my I'm gonna make my band name something that uh that you get from IKEA when you buy furniture. <laughs> yeah, for free tape
1: to the back of the furniture. <laughs> Um, But he was in El Duce's band, and he was supposedly a psycho that, you know, has killed people before. Was last seen with El Duce three days, you know, when he left, and then El Duce was hit by a train. Supposedly, Alan Wrench, you know, they got into a fight before they left because El Duce mentioned his name in the, right. in the documentary. And
0: Alan threw a wrench into the situation. Yeah, he was a monkey in a wrench. Uh-huh. That's why Dave Grohl wrote that song Monkey Wrench. It's about Alan Wrench.
1: He <laughs> killing- wanted to name it Alan Wrench and it was some, uh,
0: copyright. I want to be your Alan Wrench. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This is all coming together now. It is, I'm sure. That's why Courtney hates Dave Grohl so much because he wrote Alan Wrench about the whole conspiracy. But supposedly
1: uh, Alan Wrench, you know, he was poor as fuck. After really? Died.
0: A guy, Alan Wrench, that murders people is poor as fuck? Yeah, but a week after Kurt died, on that bet.
1: they saw him driving a new vet. He moved into a new house. He was, like, walking around with fur coats on and
0: shit. So, uh, I don't know. He I, was I, wearing a Man on the Moon swag t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> with a pretty on the inside hat. I'm a firm believer.
1: I'm a believer in the Alan Wrench conspiracy. Okay,
0: I get it. So, what you're saying to the people at home right now is that you, RTG, in in addition to solving the JFK murder, have, have solved now the solved Kurt. the Kurt Cobain, yep. and you're calling it a murder, and it was a guy named Alan Wrench, mm-hmm. who then, in a clue-like fashion, then killed El Duce at the train station with yep. the oncoming train. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll yep. take it. I'll believe
1: it. If you think about it, um, Kurt and Courtney were in the midst of a divorce.
0: Uh, were they? Yes. Well, I, I have heard that. I have heard that that was... I think that is pretty much truth at this point, as yeah. far as I could tell. Yes, they again. We're, we're all speculating. We're speculating on all mm-hmm. this, but, yeah. but that's
1: what their closest friends say, right? And that's the best source. Okay. So it, when they're in the midst of a divorce, we know how psycho, and you firsthand know how psycho that bitch is.
0: Yes, and I she, saw the videos. Uh,
1: through a divorce, what would she get? Half of Kurt's assets. Okay. Right. By Kurt killing himself, she gets everything. It's very true, and we know that Courtney. uh was such a gold digging whore she would fuck anyone you know she got with kurt because he was the rock star at the time right that's why when kurt died she started fucking billy corgan and that's why she started fucking Michael Stipe. all because they were at the top of their game at the time and even before kurt she was fucking dudes in rock bands she was like a nancy Spungen type you yeah know?
0: well that is definitely the uh the opinion on her mm-hmm. you know that's for sure right yeah
1: So, by Kurt killing himself, she gets everything. She gets the rights to Nirvana, and she did. She got all that shit. Right. Uh, You know, mission complete. Okay. (laughs) So, I am a firm believer in Courtney now being the killer. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, man. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that have told me over and over again to watch that. Because I guess that Soaked in Bleach documentary is now on Netflix. So, it hit a, a bunch of people at the same time. And kind of making a murderer style. People have been watching it all at the same time. And then, you know... And? I haven't seen Soaked in Bleach.
1: And it, Montage of Heck, I saw a little bit of it, but it doesn't compare to the book I have. The book is amazing.
0: Well, Montage of Heck has nothing to do with that. Montage of Heck is just kind of a story, story of Kurt. Yeah. And it's actually very... whether whatever, It's like
1: the book I have, Cobain Unseen. It's yeah. the
0: story of his life. Whatever's true or not in that, whatever King Buzzo says and everything, um, as far as a documentary goes, it's a very interesting documentary about a very interesting person. I would recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, I, like I said, I won't watch Soaked in Bleach because I don't... It, what's Soaked in Bleach about? It's about the murder? It's, it's, it's the same thing. As far as I, I know, know, it's them talking to the police that were involved, the private investigator. Okay. It's basically... A uh, uh, conspiracy theory blaming Courtney, which killing you know, oh, okay. which has come up. That has come up since the day Kurt died. Yeah, and I never believed I mean, it. Like, I never believed it. Yeah, but
1: it, it, I guess my adult self does because it makes a lot of sense. Okay, my thing. It's w- one. It's one glass away from her feeding him Gatorade.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, which I've thought about recently. Um, the uh, yeah, okay, but you know what? The thing with conspiracy theories is, is that is that. How on such a high level like that? It, it's so hard that, that could actually be true. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I don't know, but like you don't think that there's like a couple people involved in that that would have been like had some proof or something. Like the fucking drummer of Hole would have been like, oh yeah, fucking Courtney got all fucked up on heroin and told us he was going to kill Kurt or something. You know, like, a lot of people are saying that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that. So if that's the case, then why isn't this being relooked into? Is the, the thing supposedly it's going to be? Oh, okay. It's in the
1: process of it. That's what got because I heard that and after I heard that, then that's when I first started actually checking it out. So that's I spent a good few hours researching shit. And like I do, I cracked the case.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well look, I'm gonna say in in the few months that we've been doing the awkward hi fi podcast, we have now stopped the JFK assassination, mm-hmm. the Kurt Cobain suicide slash murder. Mm-hmm. Uh what else? What else have you got? Um I don't know. No, I'm saying like, like, uh, fucking, <laughs> like court style. What else can you solve? You want to go fucking pick up the Avery thing, see what we can do about that? Cause you're in on I'm everything. starting to think he did it. Yeah. Well, look, uh, a lot of people have been emailing me about that. And here's my, uh, are we really going to talk about making a murderer again? <laughs> if you want. No, uh, I'm just going to say this real quick. I got something else to get into here. <laughs> no, that's what I want to say about making a murderer is this. So everybody that I've been emailing back and forth with, again, I appreciate your emails and it's fucking great and just it's just fun to like, you know, whatever, talk about it. But um but everybody comes at me with the thing of you think that he's innocent, but that's not true. Like I don't think that he's innocent. I don't know if he's innocent and I 100% mm. think that he's a fucking scumbag. Mm. I don't this isn't a guy I want to go hang out with. However, you know blah 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 we could go on forever however the 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 you it know planning the evidence and all, yeah, yeah right so it's so that's the whole thing. like it feels like people can't separate that thing I know. like everyone puts their emotions in it and they're exactly. like well you think he's like an innocent free guy and I, like i'm like no he probably he probably has murdered somebody i don't fucking know however i don't believe that he murdered he did this one fucking crime and if you're going to to like set like if you're going to meld everything together that way that's not the way our justice system works anyway making murder out go ahead uh I am mean, gonna th- drink this one Jim Morrison style in a bathtub while you talk about <laughs> this shit. I mean, this is that's basically it. Case solved.
1: Alan Wrench. Okay. Alan Wrench. El Duce's dead. That that's the number one witness in the whole in the whole thing, besides a dude at a tattoo parlor who witnessed Courtney ask El Duce to
0: kill Kurt. You think she'd be more back alley about it. I mean, when you're all fucked up and Okay, here's one question though. Um, what, how do you explain the whole he's in France and drinks a bunch of alcohol with barbiturates and almost dies thing?
1: He, he told Dave Grohl that that was an accident. He was just trying to get fucked up.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, think about it. Everyone that gets high accidentally gets too fucked up. That's true. You know, he probably, think about it. He was probably in France, couldn't find dope, got his hands on, hands on roofies and tried to get as fucked up as he did on dope. Because he was probably sick, withdrawn, and took whatever he could get to get fucked up. Right. And as any heroin addict knows, if you can't get your hands on any dope, you get Xanax. And you, when you get that Xanax, you try to take enough to fall asleep so you're not withdrawn off the dope. Okay. And that's probably what he did. And it was an accident. He accidentally
0: OD'd. He wasn't trying to kill himself. Okay. Everyone says that, Kurt. Um, so do you think, in your professional opinion, in your mm-hmm. professional case cracking opinion, yes. that because his his, uh, now I'm using air quotes here, suicide um, came such uh, so, soon, so soon after that. Do you think that maybe she saw that as like a green light? like so it was like, okay, like a lot of people think that he just tried to kill himself. so now's the time to make him try to kill himself, you know, to make it all th- could be because
1: that's when uh, her ideas started flowing. Was during that because when he let when he was trying to tour and uh, he decided he didn't want to tour anymore. OD'd And then he turned down nine point five million dollars to headline Lollapalooza, and Courtney lost her shit. Was trying was screaming at him to do Lollapalooza for his daughter. How are you gonna pass up on that much money? Blah blah blah, all this shit. And that and the reason why he bought the shotgun that he supposedly killed himself with was because he thought that. Because a lot of people were losing money by him not headlining Lollapalooza because everyone thought they were going to, and a lot of people were losing out on money on that. He feared for his life. So he got the shotgun as protection because he thought people were going to
0: come after him. Wow. These are uh, these are wild allegations you're making. These are not my own allegations. No, I get it. I, these I know are, these, these are from witnesses. Right. These are wild allegations. Well, look. It, however, it went. Down, it's definitely an interesting thing either way. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that this happened in 1994 and we're still talking about it now. It's a, It's 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 interesting because it's
1: not solved. I mean, people are still talking about Biggie. Okay? Right.
0: And Tupac is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, all the.
1: But at least with. But they, it's, like you said. It's always the person closest. Right. Suge Knight killed those motherfuckers.
0: Right. right. And I also believe that, too. Yeah. yeah. It's always, it's always this person. Because clo- you're
1: not going to get some random person, hey, I could go kill Kurt Cobain. You know? Who the fuck would think that? Right. It's it's someone closest. And I just want to dismiss the whole, everyone says, he had three times the lethal dose of heroin in him. How could he blow his head off with a shotgun? Three times the lethal dose of someone who's never done heroin before. Not Kurt Cobain's lethal dose. Right. Okay? Kurt Cobain can shoot as much heroin as was found in him and still operate a shotgun. That's not a problem. Because you build an immunity to it, as exactly. I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. The, pro- the only problem I see with that shotgun is you blow your head over the shotgun, the shotgun is not going to be sitting in the same position as it was when you put it in your mouth. Right. That shotgun's going to blow across somewhere out of reach. Yeah, right.
0: You know, it's not going to be sitting where you're you know, still holding it. You know. And that's how they found it? Pretty See, much you know right. way too much about it. Like, I don't know any of this because I think I in in like almost like shell shock ptsd style i was just like i don't want to know anything more about this you know i don't care what he looked like because i remember after he died the pictures came out and shit and all that stuff and i was just like i don't fucking care they never showed anything but yeah his leg yeah whatever but i still i didn't never looked at him because i was Mm -hmm. like i just don't want to know about this like this is already horrible i just don't want to fucking know about it so i don't all this information that you're giving me right now i honestly never heard i never looked into it that far
1: yeah um and another thing was, the Kurt had one credit card that he used all the time, missing from his wallet after he was killed, and someone was trying to use it for like a week. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Well... This is big stuff. You're going to make stuff. me watch this stupid fucking documentary now.
1: I have not seen this documentary. Yeah. This is all research, my friend. Uh, this is all <laughs> just you on the internet. You yep. figured
0: out how to use the internet. Yep. And, then and you now figured I'm solving out. crimes. Right. I'm going to get hired by the FBI. Oh, that would be happen. nice. It would be like a, uh, a catch me if you can thing where the fucking criminal becomes <laughs> working for the FBI. Oh, yeah. Watch it happen. Creating watermarks for checks and stuff <laughs> like that. All
1: right. So, you know, it sucks. It's not going to change anything. Even if we, if someone comes out one day and arrests Courtney Love for the murder of Kirk, Kirk Obain, it's not
0: going to change anything, but I just thought it was interesting. She should get arrested just for passing off all those Kurt songs as an album. <laughs> Why, Actually, she
1: put out on release songs.
0: No, no, just to uh, fucking live through this, which is also very weird. You put out an uh, album yeah. like a day after your husband kills himself called Live Through This. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Uh, she
1: feared that the divorce would kill the album sales because her album was coming out a week later or some shit.
0: So she thought if she divorced Kurt, then there was going to be some problems with her album. All right, that's very fucking weird. It's a lot of stuff. All right, yeah. A lot, look, a lot, lot of big stuff. I'm not dismissing any of this. I'm 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 totally in on what you're saying and. uh I just don't know if I could bring myself to watch this fucking. Uh, I don't know why. I, I just there's something about it. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, you know, I don't. maybe I don't want that gate to be open where I think that that's a possibility. I just want to I just think that this guy was a disturbed heroin addict that shot his fucking his head out off and, and just be done with it. You know, to the fact that there's a possibility that this crazy fucking purple nippled wife fucking came out of nowhere. And, you know, I just uh, it's just it's too much. It's too sucks, much, right? Yeah, she's a psycho. She sucked. That would be like finding out that like Freddie Mercury's boyfriend injected him with AIDS. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> or, or like, you know what I mean? Like any, like anybody who died prematurely. Like somebody killed Jimi Hendrix, or someone fed Mama Cass that sandwich, or whatever it is. You know, it's just like just well, let them supposedly, die.
1: Supposedly, didn't someone walk in while Jimi Hendrix was ODing and choking on a sandwich
0: and just walk out? <laughs> choking on the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like tuna? All right. <laughs> Jim Andrix didn't die eating a sandwich. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think the the, the folklore, the, the urban legend is that uh he fell asleep on his back and th- and and uh choked on his own pew. Yeah. But I don't even know if that really happened. You uh, know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> Well, in more happier documentaries... I
0: don't... Yeah, actually, I would just... I'm sorry. I would just, like, uh, imagining Jimi Hendrix even eating a sandwich is very weird. <laughs> like, he's the type of person that you don't even imagine ever eating. Like, he just through osmosis gets nutrition. <laughs> I could picture him eating sushi. All right. good.
1: Sorry. In more happier uh, documentaries, we have the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, yes. Jake the Snake. Um, Not one of my favorite wrestlers. Definitely was a wrestler around the time when... I was super into wrestling, but apparently Jake the Snake was uh was big on the rock.
0: On the crack rock.
1: Heavy on the crack rock.
0: Wait, you weren't upset when Earthquake sat on the snake? I was super upset. Yeah, well then you like Jake the Snake then.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was more a fan of Damien.
0: <laughs> you just like Damien <laughs> yeah, straight up? Just Damien. Um I always thought Jake was kind of goofy. Who do you like better, Jake the Snake or Rick Rude? Hmm. Because they were like the same person. They pretty much were. And they had a good feud going on for a while. They did. Right? That's probably why. Um, Vince McMahon was probably like, you guys look exactly the same, so just start. Put each other's face on your tights. I'm going to go with uh Jake.
1: Okay. Yeah, Rick Rue kind of grossed me so out. So
0: you're shit. a Jake the Snake fan,
1: whether you yeah, like it or not. I guess so. That is a cool gimmick, though. You give someone the DDT and then throw a snake on them. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool.
0: I would love to give... I would like to get into a fight one last time in my life, so I could just actually give somebody a deed. <laughs> I
1: think you say put a snake on something. No, no
0: <laughs> I don't want to touch a snake. Remember that one time in the city when uh, uh, uh we were walking, I forget the whole story, but oh
1: that dude snake around his neck, and I wanted to touch it. it? Was a tra- it wasn't a
0: transvestite? <laughs> wasn't it? I, don't what- know. I think it was a tranny. We were walking through the city, and there was this giant tranny. This is the- how I remember it, so just deal with it. Yeah, I was wasting And uh and there was a giant tranny who was walking down the street with a with a snake around it's mm-hmm. it's his neck, his or her neck, or whatever, and you're fucking Richie wasted, like, uh, I can get the bear wasted, and fucking um, you walked up to him, her, and you're like, let me get a touch on that. <laughs> and then gently stroke the snake. I never touched a snake before. Well, there you go. If you're gonna touch a snake, let it be a tranny snake. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I'm excited about the, the uh, Jake the Snake documentary. I want to see how uh, Diamond Dallas Page got him out of the rut. So you haven't watched it yet? No. Okay. I'm just saying it looks pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Just because we know how fucked up
0: wrestlers get. And well they yeah i mean they all die they drop like flies it's there's... like a death sentence yeah totally wrestling in the nfl well the nfl guys don't drop dead as easily but they at least like get all fucked up yeah and they everything. lose their, their brain there's three things in america that just destroys people it's wwe the nfl and uh any sort of uh service like aren't like going to war kind of thing. yeah and saturday night live <laughs> yeah i guess you're right <laughs> which you could boil down to fucking speed balls yeah i guess it's drugs <laughs> I wonder what a speedball fucking uh, feels like. Have you ever done a speedball? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not an actual ball. No, I get that. Right,
1: I get it. All it is is doing heroin and coke at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but that's fucking crazy. Fucking like awesome. I won't
0: even drink. I won't even drink fucking vodka and Red Bull. Like that <laughs> freaks me out. I'm not, there's no way now I'm going to do heroin and coke at the same time. <laughs> And then you always hear like I've always just my whole life I always just uh speedballs always just meant death because you you heard somebody die, yeah. and it was always because you're doing this which makes sense. Your heart speeding up and slowing yeah, down, speeding yeah. up and so down. Yeah, it's scary. But is it the best feeling thing in the world? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean not it's, the, so it's not stuff. the best feeling thing in the world. It's just in the in the
1: drug land it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: right. Yeah, well obviously people keep doing it. That's uh yeah. that's the whole fucking thing. So Jake the Snake was a crackhead.
1: Yeah, big crackhead. Rehabilitated.
0: Big, big alcoholic.
1: Uh huh. was just jake the snake with a giant belly was smoking crack in the back of a pickup with hacksaw duggan and iron cheek really yeah that was like their triad of crack smokers that was their crew <laughs> <laughs>
0: rolling deep with duggan it's weird that wrestlers like even hang out like but i guess it makes sense like if like band like band guys hang out with each yeah. other comedians hang out with each other so wrestlers. But look at just, that like that crew in a, though yeah it's the fucking Sheik nuts. And duggan
1: you know you're in a bad rut when that's your crew yeah totally anyway. Past the crack
0: tough guy <laughs> <laughs> what was the iron cheek uh story um about him doing mushrooms and uh oh my
1: god that is the best story i forgot i forgot what it was larkin tells it
0: yeah so it i, I guess basically it, what it is is that uh like a friend of a friend or a brother of a friend or something yeah was a wrestling was uh, was a small time wrestling promoter right so like this thing where um you know they rent out like high school gymnasiums and they'll put a they'll put a ring in there and they'll have like C level celebrities yeah. like wrestlers come in and they promote it and all that stuff and um they were doing one i guess the Sheik was the uh was the headliner or whatever and uh so they were having all the scrubs like all the jobbers come out and have their matches and the Sheik was backstage and uh he was asking um this promoter guy to go get him weed right yeah that, yeah right so he was yeah. like you know can you find weed can you find weed and he was like i don't know let me see so he he made a bunch of calls and he wasn't able to find weed but he found mushrooms so he came back with like an eighth of shrooms and he gave it to sheik and he was like this is all these are the only drugs i could find so sheik started eating these, gobble them up eating these mushrooms and uh was started tripping backstage why the why the jobbers were having their matches and in, the, I guess apparently, and tell me if I'm telling this wrong, but this, I, was, from here
1: out, I forget. I forget the crazy thing he does.
0: Well, what happened was uh, they were in the middle of one of their regular matches with the regular dudes, and the Sheik just came running out from backstage <laughs> and dove into, like, you know how they do in wrestling, like the guy comes in and sabotages yeah, it. But that ring. wasn't planned; it wasn't scripted. Like he just got <laughs> so jacked off, jack, jacked off, <laughs> got jacked up that. off of shrooms that he fucking ran in, dove in, and just started kicking these like dudes' asses. Is know? that what he did? yeah apparently i feel
1: like there was something else he did that yeah well that that's the whole fucking it. story
0: anyway and then i mean you could tell because he's now gone on to be just like a giant like maniac that everybody like follows on social media yeah and all that stuff, yeah right? he's
1: like like a mike tyson comedy act yeah
0: thing oh by the way have you watched mike tyson mysteries on adult swim you told me about it last time you watch it fucking immediately yeah it's anybody totally at home fun, watch that shit immediately Okay, go I gotta see it. I have nothing else to say about it. Just watch it. No, nah, I was just
1: saying about you know Jake and and how fucked up you know those poor wrestlers get. And, you know, being on the road like that, doing all those drugs and it's well, it's a crazy. tough life. I mean, yeah. it's
0: it's it, it's like okay, so you know how life is uh, in a band when you're traveling around, yeah. right? Um, and then take that, but instead of going on to going on a stage every night and playing music, you have to go in and physically get beat up because yes, wrestling is fake. But they're still taking fucking hits Hell and yeah. they're still taking falls Hell, yeah. and they still have to look all greased up and big. And they're probably taking steroids and, and, and of course, jacked up on any sort of fucking speed that's coming mm-hmm. around, you know. So, like, you could almost – that lifestyle has to be so fucking taxing on your body. No doubt. That You know, it's insane. And, and, and all those wrestlers that when we were children – I don't know anybody about these dudes now, like fucking – Uh, CM Punk or any of that like I don't know any of those dudes Mm. Um, even though I have some friends that are still like totally into it which I find weird but but when we were kids like these guys were like larger than life guys so not only did they have to just like be physically fit and, and beating each other up all the time but then they also had to be macho man and hogan and fucking they were like every tier there was it was acting there was comedy there was fucking physicality like Mm -hmm. it's a fucking crazy thing yeah and they
1: they had their own personal problems with each other sure yeah and and backstage which added to the stage life and i'm sure got confusing at times right if you you know you hate somebody's guts he's you find out he's fucking your wife and then you got to go be his
0: tag team partner (laughs) You know, right?
1: That's fucking, that's tough shit.
0: No, yeah, right. And which which happens and everything. Wrestling is a very weird. The fact that wrestling even became popular is very weird. You yeah. know, like some how like, it became a staged event. You know, if it, it wasn't just
1: Bruno Sammartino versus Superstar Billy Graham, it yeah, right. A fucking movie. And then
0: after that, when because when we were children. We st- we thought re- wrestling was real. Yeah, like when they we were, never crossed that line when we were very young. What they call uh, what they refer to as kayfabe. In, in the wrestling world, was never broken. What's kayfabe? So basically, that's the whole keeping the illusion real. So like, oh, okay. So like, they never, they never talked, they never broke kayfabe. They never talked about right. the fact that it was fake. You mm-hmm. know, like that shit. And if you did, you got bitch slapped by that dude. Yeah, right. But they never did. And then all of a sudden, at some point, it's an open hand smack. <laughs> at some point, they. I guess it just got so big and everybody knew it that they had to address it. Mm-hmm. And then you thought that that was going to sink it. But that made it so much fucking bigger, yeah, that like now dudes like I know that are that are our age or even younger or whatever, or even older that are into uh, into wrestling, they're more into the soap opera aspect of it than they are the actual like matches and shit and they're also more into the backstage shit like oh you know Triple H you know doesn't like this guy or you know and shit like it's that. It's like a
1: reality show.
0: Yeah right It's it became a reality show. yeah, And it made it bigger than it ever could mm-hmm. have when we, when we were just watching rock and wrestling fucking cartoons and having our stretchy dolls and shit and really yeah. thinking that the fucking Iron Sheik existed like he was mm-hmm. a real really some dude from the desert who wanted to take fucking Hulk Hogan down. Yeah. Which you know and that's why i believe that wrestling has continued the demographic of wrestling like the young people continued to watch it as they got older because they were able just to to grow with it that way exactly you know
1: well it's the greatest analogy i've ever made in my life
0: is the oh really yes
1: my analogy is wrestling of our of our generation is to our generation of hip-hop as what wwe is to rap now Okay. So let me elaborate. Please do. You have the WWF. Right. The original days, the days when, you know, like you said, wrestling was almost considered real. And you have hip-hop. When rap was good, when it was really hip-hop, when it wasn't a lot of show and program, it was downright gritty rap. It right. was hip-hop. Dudes really from the fucking ghetto yeah. rapping about real life. Yeah. Then you had the WWF transform into the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it now they call it entertainment. Right. Worldwide entertainment. Whatever. whatever it is. World wrestling it's, it's entertainment. It's considered it entertainment. And that's how rap evolved. Rap isn't really hip-hop from the ghetto anymore. It's these little gay boys, and it's not even, it's not even music anymore. It's just, I consider it just entertainment. Right. You can't, you can't classify it as a type of music. So I just call it entertainment, because there's nothing musical
0: about it. Well, you're talking about mainstream shit right right and and which is you could you could say that for anything like we we had a conversation i think it was the last podcast about punk versus pop punk it's the yeah. same thing you know like uh like fear is a fucking punk band but blink 182 were just some fucking like like semi wealthy kids from wherever that decided yeah, yeah. to you know like that kind of and it's the same kind of thing that's going on with rap mm-hmm. now yeah but everything has to start from somewhere you know, so yeah. like like we're never gonna have another uh well, even NWA's a little debatable. But like we're you know, we're never gonna have like a, another a biggie small – like somebody somebody who actually came from that shit and like mm-hmm. gets big because dudes just start from a different level and go up from there. And it's tough because <clears> even <throat> if you get someone that
1: is, you know, that has lived that life and is as good of a rapper at you could place them in that era. It doesn't have the same effect on you, it, you know. Like if someone came out now and was as good as Biggie Smalls and and was as good of a rapper, it wouldn't have the same effect because we already had Biggie. Right? You can't you can't do it again. It's
0: well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that because I think about it the the way that I look at like rock music, and and I think that that does like a lot of times bands that benefit from coming from the earlier bands. Are, are, like, become better bands and and offer more because they, they, they're they building on top of maybe the simple thing. Like, okay, let's do take rap for a second, all right? So, like, when rap came out, it was fucking lame. Uh, well, my name is... And then I'm here to say, yeah. right? <laughs> that just fucking sucks. And, and uh, no matter how much of a purist you are and everything, like, it's kind of hard to listen to. And then that got built upon, and then you got... You know, uh, you, you got the Beastie Boys in Paul's Boutique. You got NWA. You got, you know, you got. Well, you got to use Paul's Boutique because before that it was. Yeah, my right. name's no, right, right, Rock yeah, yes. and I'm here. Yeah, no, totally. License to Ill was. Uh- <laughs> but you know what? The Beastie Boys kept that
1: pretty much going till the end yeah, yeah. we always no i know same rhyme scheme right
0: but i'm just talking about like uh like um grandmaster not grandmaster flash uh the furious five and and um and like run dmc and that early shit it's kind of hard to listen to yeah. you know uh, but and then we benefited from that and then guys built on top of that you know mm-hmm. and, and and then the 90s were just it exploded and and then and then but you know but to say in the 90s like there were like gangster dudes coming in from the streets but there were also like kind of art dudes coming in and and making artistic versions of rap like, like let's say like uh, Tribe Called Quest or something like that you know they weren't like just fucking like crazy drug dealing maniacs yeah. off the street I like to call that
1: conscious
0: rap okay <laughs> like diggable what is it diggable, diggable planets, planets. Yes. yeah it's like
1: that conscious shit like you know use your brain nigga. we be the rap what key be the lock yeah it's like come on nigga use that brain you
0: got one <laughs> the intelligent gangster exactly no but i'm saying like that is so there was a lot of that too you know like uh i don't know i i, it, I think that was a, a,
1: a separate class like, right you, you know like I, i'm talking about that street rap yeah you know?
0: no i get it um I just think – it's hard for me to think that when you're older, when you're past your 20s or whatever, and you're criticizing younger music, it just really just comes off as we're just old and we don't understand it. That's true. Because That's what's true. happening right now is there's some kid who's listening to whatever the fuck Wiz Khalifa or even that might be old. now. I don't even know. Like whatever these young people are listening to now. And now when they're our age – and they're sitting in a studio somewhere and doing their podcast, they're going to be like, this shit now has nothing to do with that. You know, and it just continues that way. Of
1: course, of course. But when you break it down to just substance, it's obvious. No matter what your age, no matter what you grew up listening to, it's still still the same substance of what you're hearing because – we're not sitting here saying, "Oh, the original rap—that's where it was at," because, like you said, that original rap sucked. It, right. it was, you know, hip hop, hip, hip, You know, that, thats there's nothing that amazingly, you know, stylistic about that. Right. It was they were just finding out what it was. Yeah. And then nineties took off with it. Yeah. Like, right. It, it was amazing. Ra- amazing rappers, you know, but the storytelling. Putting together amazing words because there are so many of these rappers now. I can't even describe what it is. I would imitate a rhyme scheme right now if I could, but I can't specify just one. Yeah. But it's gotten so lazy. Okay. I think it's really gotten lazy. And even there you get so many kids now that are fans of rap, true fans of rap, that – do like what is being put out now but then look back and they can't even deny that the 90s were the best.
0: Well, you're right because I mean um I uh my uh ex-girlfriend's younger brother who uh, was like maybe like 15 or 16 when we started dating or something like that. I remember one day he was hanging out with his friends and like her, we were at her parents' house because They were gone for the weekend and we had to watch the house because the kid was like 15 or 16 and had to make sure he wasn't having a party. But of course, he still had some friends over. And I remember going out in the backyard and they were all smoking a blunt. Listening to Biggie. Of course. And I, and, and I thought that I was weird. And I even said, like, you guys like this shit? And they're like, yeah. Like, he's the f-. yeah so, I mean, there's always going to be guys that are going to be... The same way that I listened to the Beatles. Yeah. You know, I wasn't around when the Beatles yeah. were fucking around. Like, Biggie's timeless. Yeah, right. Biggie's timeless. Tupac's timeless. Like, you Biggie know. can't get old. Right, it's exactly. It's impossible. He's always going to be good. And there's... Yeah, and there's... he wasn't a fad. Yeah, okay. So what do you think about, like, let's say somebody like Kanye... Right, he's older than us, but he's, no, he's not. He's not. No. He's not. But he's about our age. Okay, so all right, so he's our age, and uh, but he's he's well wrapped. He's well into this new age of rap. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that he's a good MC, or do you think that's all bullshit? Oh god,
1: it's tough. I I with Kanye, I flip flop because it's so tough to not hate his fucking guts. And he has a lot of shit that's really annoying. Like that, come on, man. That I hate that shit. But he's good. He's yeah, okay. Fucking
0: good, right? So that's what I mean. There's, there's people out there that are doing good shit, you know. And, and there, there, always will be. What I think what you're, uh, what you're saying. And again, I'm just pointing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think what you're saying is the shit that you hear on the radio. Which is always going to suck. The shit you hear on the radio has never been good. It sands a few bands and a few rap groups and stuff like that. But what you hear on, like, pop radio and all, you know, it's just it's just never been good. And you can't judge the scene from that. I'm sure there's some fucking, like, underground dudes that are are doing, like, really good shit. Like like P.O.S. or, you know, like, like those dudes. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. I- I'm not denying that. Yeah. I'm talking about... The, I'm talking about 90s rap pretty much. Okay. Because even that shit was on the radio. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah. You know, like that, that was, it was a huge time for rap. I think any true fan of rap would agree with me. Even though the fads do come and go and the radio does suck and all the, all the things you could say about it, but you get to that mid 90s hip hop and that was its heyday.
0: That is definitely the sweet spot for mm-hmm. sure. 100% for mm-hmm. sure. Yes.
1: No, I, no, no, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. There was, it, you know, there was a lot of underground shit going on, but even the mainstream shit was amazing.
0: Well, but then you also had, like, uh, you know, like, Tone Loke, and you had, like, um, fucking, uh, what was that? Um, you want it? You got, just bust a move. Like, you had shit like that, too, which yeah. wasn't amazing. Yeah. Like, we look back that, at it fondly. I, or I, Positive K, I got a man. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't rap, was you it? You could get a ragamuff. Yeah, of course was that it? was rap. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was. I'm a, Daddy uh, Longstroke, and your man's Pee Wee Yeah, Coolio. Yeah, right, Coolio. <laughs> like there was a lot, but we clown see, rap. <laughs> we see that. We see that as like we we recognize that it's corny, but we also have like kind of a fondness to it because it was we the kids. sound of our time. Yeah, but if we were now, if Coolio came out right now. And, and Or whatever, or Positive K, or any of those guys came out right now. <laughs> positive K. We would be like, what? This is the fucking stupidest shit in the world. So I feel like a lot of those guys on the radio are that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> positive K. That yeah. shit was funny. I got a man. You got a what? <laughs> oh man, got that me? problem. And then I and then I I remember hearing that song on the radio, and then I saw the video, and I was like, "Oh, Positive Kane doesn't have that problem because nobody's fucking Positive <laughs> Kane." You're not, not only are you getting, you're not getting single women, you're not getting anybody. <laughs> Relax, let her hang out with her ragamuffin. <laughs> <laughs> let me um ask you a question here, and I I wanted to ask you this early, and now we're getting to the end of the episode. But um, what what do you okay? I was talking about this earlier today and I just want to get your opinion on okay. it. Okay. What do you value more? Mm-hmm. Time or money? Time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but you can't use me cuz money doesn't mean shit to me. Me either. But but would you not argue that that in our society money is the more uh, important asset absolutely but does that not make any fucking sense okay so like so psychologically uh there's there's a thing that a lot that you could do where you you project yourself on your deathbed right and you look back in time and you think what like what whatever you regret or what did you do blah 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 right so i've been trying to do that lately and uh I keep looking like trying to picture myself on my deathbed if I'm afforded that luxury to look back on my life and why
1: you want to be in a deathbed?
0: Well, yeah, it'd be nice. I would like to be yeah. able to reflect before I, instead of like getting hit by a fucking train Alan Wrench style. Yeah. Fucking yeah, I would like you to mean El Duce. Oh, I'm sorry. El <laughs> Alan Wrench is style. alive
1: and well, my friend. <laughs> I checked out his Not Twitter. after this
0: podcast. He's going downtown <laughs> Julie Brown. Um yeah, but no, I'm just saying like uh yeah, to just look back like I, I it's it, I, I guess I'm at a, 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 uh, a crossroads in my life where I'm trying to figure out what's more important to me and what I need to fucking do. And I keep coming back to the thing that my time, the way that I spend my time in life is so much more important than the amount of money that I make. That's a no brainer. I hate the fact that you're agreeing with me on this because I really Why? wanted to, I wanted to have a conversation about it. We can still have a conversation about it. Um, yeah, but it just it, it it like I look at a lot of people that I know in my life, and they're they're so willing to give up such big chunks of their life in order to make a, an, a certain amount of money. Um, and uh, and if you're doing something that you enjoy. Then yeah, fine, that's a no-brainer, you know. But if you're doing something that you don't enjoy, like if you work a job where you wake up in the morning and you fucking dread going to that job for eight hours or ten hours or twelve hours or whatever the fuck, you know. And then uh but but you justify it by saying, um, you know, I just My paycheck's gonna be huge. And, and I could spend the weekend doing whatever I want and I could go on a, two vacations a year and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Which all sounds great on paper and I've I've felt victim to that. I've done that before in my life. Um, for a very long time but uh but when you do this 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 exercise of i'm on my deathbed i'm looking back at my life i can't get away of the fact of the whole thing of like making somebody else money and just so you could get your little fucking part of it just so you could go on two vacations a year just so you could spend saturday night at the bar or whatever i'm just like starting to see the bigger picture where all those all that time that you spend working it, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know where I I'm totally going. I totally agree right? with you. I was hoping that when I asked you that question, you were going to say money. Yeah. Well, I think money, you know a little bit better than that. Yeah. Well. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I think we've
1: talked about this before. But to use a Bill Burr quote, I think I said it to you like last week. But Bill Bill Burr has said, "There's nothing wrong with sleeping on a futon in your 30s if you're chasing something you love, right? Because then you had then, or else you'd be laying in a king size bed." It's better than laying in a king-size bed, laying next to somebody who you're wondering why you married them with three kids you're trying to get away from, waking up to work at a job you hate, laying in bed, laying in your king-size bed dreaming of being on a futon by yourself.
0: Right. <laughs> you know? Which is a pretty genius fucking thing, yeah. you know. And 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 it's true, but it's a but it's weird because Like I'm, I'm in this transition in my life, you know, where I'm really trying to set up something that I enjoy doing. We do this, which is great, and if this ever took off or something like that, it would be a dream come true, and that'd be amazing. Um, but but I also I'm also like doing other things that I really enjoy, and and I'm making money, um, with something that I'm I'm not going to sit sit there and say that it's a passion, but at least it's something that doesn't bother me like my old job bothered me and you know i get up in the morning and i'm not like like oh man i'm gonna kill myself i gotta go to this fucking job or whatever but w- so much of our society in america is just w- willing to succeed to the fact of i'm gonna waste 10 hours a day you know five or six days a week just so i could have three or four hours a week of pleasure mm. you know but at le- you know like that kind of thing and I, I it just it's it's a but I don't know if I'm going crazy is what I'm saying like, well because
1: people people define themselves as having a good time as, as by having a lot of money, which makes sense because you could do more with money right but do more how you know I've been in both ends of the spectrum, okay because I was with somebody, a girlfriend whose family was very wealthy, and they showed me a lot of really cool shit. Right. And I'm not going to say that it wasn't fucking awesome. You know, I, w- I was treated VIP at the Bellagio, which I never thought I'd be able to experience in my life, and I felt like fucking Jay-Z. It was amazing. I won't say that. Th- that's You're the just best. running around like, start up from the bottom, now I <laughs> <in."> <laughs> For real. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Cutting lines, you know, having butlers and shit. By it cutting cool. lines, do you mean
0: cutting in line or doing a bunch of coke?
1: Cutting the line... Then cutting lines after I cut the line, but it was <laughs> it was an amazing experience. I won't say it was the greatest experience of my life. Right. You know, even though a lot of people would, if I if I laid that whole week out for you, you would say, "How is that not the greatest week of your life?" But there's so many other things in life that you don't have to pay for, right. but people don't see that shit. People just see, "I got a lot of money. I could buy a lot of shit. I could do a lot of things," and then be. So blinded by that shit that they ignore all the other great things that happen in their life.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's exactly true. And I think that I've and I wasn't like when I was working uh, at, like the job that I I couldn't stand for 12 years. It wasn't like this was, you know, it wasn't like I was even making a 100 grand a year. Like it wasn't like I, I was working some job where I was like, like really cleaning up. I mean, blowing two people. Yes, blowing two people <laughs> at the same time. I, I guess really cleaning up is celebrating that <laughs> way. But, but, um, yeah, like what, but, but at the same time, I fell into that thing of, well, at least I'm comfortable. You know, I can afford this. I could pay rent. I could mm-hmm. do this. And, uh, and then, and then over this last year that I've done a lot of self uh, reflection and like really looking at things, I look back at all that time as a fucking waste, like just a complete, Fucking waste. Yeah. You know,
1: waking up, going to work, coming mm-hmm. home. Yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and I was having this conversation today, and that's what made me ask you about it is, is like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, it's just, it's a very weird uh a stage i think that everybody might come to i guess some people are just like fuck it this is what i do some people are 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 lucky enough to do something that they love for a living and then that's an obviously no brainer and yeah. i'm sure they still have their struggles some people are lucky enough to be born into a wealthy family and i'm st- mm-hmm. i'm sure they still have their struggles but i think most of the people in the world are stuck in this in this crossroads of compromising their time and their energy for something Uh, that, that just to afford themselves some sort of comfortability and, and a little bit of fun where I don't see that is the way that life should go. You know, I, I see, I see life as being, maybe you're having more time to yourself, whether or not you're being able to afford everything. But, but at the end of the day, you look back at it and you say, I did what I wanted to do. I didn't just work my ass off to make some fucking uh, like uh, corporation richer yeah. and shit like that. You know? Yeah,
1: totally. And what you were just explaining, the big word in there was struggles. And it made me think that everyone, everyone's different, you know, and everyone has their own struggles. And I think it goes by the way your life has gone. Okay. So if, I think if you take the person that has been through so much bad shit in their life that their struggles to them – well, let's put it this way. Struggles to someone that has had everything handed to them and has always lived a good life and has never had worry in their life, their struggles wouldn't be shit to the somebody that has had – a lot of really bad problems and have gone through some crazy struggles. So what the rich dude and the silver spoon dude are crying over would be a laugh to the person that has really struggled. Right, right, right. And the person that really struggled can really appreciate the smaller things, whereas the rich silver spoon dude can't. Right. their their struggles are just bullshit, and it's just all revolves around money.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, right. So, like, their struggles would be... You know, like oh, fucking! I, didn't. I missed a credit card payment. <laughs> well, even not even that, or or like oh, I didn't get invited to this party or something like that, where so, yeah, other dudes yeah. struggle, and 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 it's all on levels. Like we're middle class people, you know, like like I would consider myself quote unquote struggling right now, um, at like financially at least, or, you know, but but at the same time, I'm not living on the street. I'm not fucking like uh, having to 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 work some menial job just to like just to try to get by or anything like that like that kind of thing so there's there's definitely levels of that but i just think it, it's just ingrained in people and i know that i'm i know that i'm just getting i'm wine drunk and i'm just getting like fucking it's totally okay. out there but but uh i just think that it's ingrained in people from the beginning that you you go, you go to high school you fucking and then um the craziest thing that happens in our, in our society is that people ask you to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you're a fucking teenager yeah you know, like you get into college at 18, 19 years old and they're like, choose your path, young one. Yeah. It's the nuttiest thing in the world. And then you and then you go through this. You pay tons of money to go to this fucking college that is supposed to get you this fucking job. And then you go and you but get all th- does to set you back five years. Right. <laughs> and then and then if you're lucky, you go and get this job. At some corporation, if you know somebody, right? At so this fucking you know, corporation, yeah. to make however amount of money per year, whether it's big or small or indifferent, and then you just you just plow through that for fucking twenty or thirty years until you're in your fucking sixties, and then one day you're like, "What the fuck did I do in my life?" Right? So that that is like the existential fucking craziness that I'm going through right now, mm-hmm. and 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 I had a conversation today that really just brought that all up. And I've really been thinking about it, and that exercise of—and I'm sure people at home are listening to this right now and just being like, "This is nuts." But, but uh, that exercise of projecting yourself on your deathbed and looking back at, say, 80 years of life, and what do you, what are you proud of, and what do you regret—that really changes things for me. I didn't, I didn't think that it would, but I've been thinking about it a lot, and it really does. Yeah, so, I, I can see that. I'm a big believer in,
1: you know. If you're happy with the day, the day you just spent, just like it's the oldest saying in the world, but you go day by day. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, no, and yeah, right, and and of course that's that's the way it goes. But when you know, life is like a uh, life is random. It is. There's you don't have much control over what happens, but you can also kind of if you have a focus, you could kind of point the needle in a little bit of a direction you see what i'm saying yeah. so if you have a certain uh if you have some convictions or certain morals or something like that or you know a tiny bit of a direction you can go in you could at least struggle to point the fucking rowboat in that direction and then hopefully the waves don't tip you over right and so i guess the big struggle of life would be what direction you're going to point that rowboat in and uh and i and i guess that's what i'm i'm dealing with and what this whole thing opened up or whatever but it's it's I don't know. It's it's interesting living in America and dealing with that, like dealing with this society and how money is paramount to everything. Mm. Is is it's and and I and I was a victim, you know. I was part of it, and I'm still part of it because you have to make money to survive. Right, will always be part of it. But you sit there on an island, right? But then you you just sit there and you're just like, oh man, like I'm wasting my life, you know. And and we're getting to the age, and this might be a. uh, this might be part of me, you know. I'm going. To, I'm going to be turning another year older in 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 a month, you know. So like, I think I might always get this weird neurotic shit going on as I get closer to my next year of life. Yeah. But you know, it's it's that kind of thing where I'm looking at 36, thinking, okay, if I'm lucky, maybe I got another 40 years. You know, like how am I gonna fucking spend those 40 years? Yeah. And and uh, I don't know. I, I I don't have an answer, and that's why I asked you, but. It, it's just something that's been on my mind all day. Oh,
1: it's a good thing to think about. And
0: as I drank more red wine, it just came out now. Out yeah. And out. So I don't know. It's, uh, I'm definitely not going to smoke crack like Jake the Snake. Yeah. No, it's and not, I'm definitely, not the answer. I'm definitely not going to marry a rock star and then, and then pay somebody named Alan Wrench to kill him like Courtney Love. Although that's not a bad idea.
1: It's yeah, just I guess. rolling in the
0: deep. If I could find, <laughs> if I could find like somebody that I don't mind, like, uh, if I could go, like, marry Avril Lavigne, I don't mind taking her out.
1: Oh, no, I'd fucking kill that bitch. <laughs>
0: I'll go find one of the Spice Girls. I'll go find Baby Spice and then just fucking take <laughs> her out. So, I don't know. Anyway. Actually, I kill Sporty. I hated Sporty Spice. <laughs> that cross-eyed one that always did kicks. I, I bet you I could guess your favorite Spice Girl right now. Oh, hell yeah. Scary, Scary Spice. Yeah. Because you like the blacks. Yeah. The black one. The black one? He do not <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Thank you for listening To this podcast Where we just Rambled about a bunch of shit Nice shot Finally Made my first one (laughs) Um, If you're so inclined Follow us on Twitter At AwkwardHI The number five And Reviews if you want to uh, talk to us about anything or anything that you want us to talk about on the air. Yeah, we
1: want some answers about those nail beds, babies.
0: Oh, yeah. Nobody has emailed us about the nail beds yet. Really? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Um, you can email us at, at, at podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook and we're everywhere else. And uh, otherwise, we will see you in a few short days. Thank you. Hey, lover, where did you go? I'm
1: not high and I'm not low. Even though my chest is smoke you up. Get more painless wanna smoke you up. Hit him my face than a backup. With the with breath on a smoke you up, even though my chest is smoke up. Get more painless wanna smoke you up. Hit him my best.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit Awkward High